our foster care system is shattered. And this podcast is about how we as a community can come together to bring about change, change in the system and changing the lives of children in foster care. Hi, my name is Rob Shear. I'm the founder of a national charity called Comfort Cases. I'm an advocate for children in foster care. I'm a public speaker. I'm an author of A Forever Family, but most important, I'm a dad to five of the most amazing kids. Welcome to the Fostering Change Podcast. Well, good morning, everybody. It's Rob Shear, the host of Fostering Change, and I am so excited today to have my friend Mike Denny here. As we all know, it's going to be National World Earth Day. Now, let's talk a little bit about that. You know, I want to say that we should love Mother Earth every single day. You know, as I live on a farm, um, one of the things that I love doing is putting my hands in the, the, the garden and, you know, watching just the other day we had a a new flock of baby chicks that arrived and I love seeing the growth that we have in springtime but I also love the fact that we actually do have Earth Day and so many people around our world are celebrating and figuring out how can we preserve Earth for tomorrow you know I think about my kids and how important it is that my kids have a clean Earth Um, I know when I was a little boy we didn't think much about the smog and the pollution and you know nowadays I see it everywhere so before we get started I want to talk a little bit about protectors mission so this is Mike's um, leads this particular organization and it's about educate entertaining and protect Mike welcome to fostering change thank you thank you so much Rob, for having me really appreciate it your story and your mission is truly inspiring so I'm very grateful for you having me today I appreciate it so, so Mike, let's dive right in. I want to know, I mean, like I said in the, in the very beginning, we all love to make sure that we're protecting Mother Earth. And talk to me a little bit about why you decided to start an organization. Yeah, no, it's a great question. I, I mean, you know, right off the bat, educate, entertain, protect, uh, and our mission is a focus to support children's literacy and to inspire the next generation of young learners to protect each other and to protect our planet. And we feel what makes us unique through our storytelling is we're activating endangered animals all around the world uh, as heroes uh, to empower the animal community and share the values to inspire kids to get out and make change. And through these stories, we feel like it's a great uh, vessel to inspire and teach. So Earth Day is really special, obviously, you know, for our heroes, but it gives us a chance each year to have a fundraiser for the organization, one at back to school, and then one for Earth Day. So we're really excited. This April 18th at 7 p.m. Eastern is gonna be our next event. So we're very, very excited to put on a good show. That is awesome. So you're actually gonna put on a show, you're gonna raise some money, um, you know, and you talked about endangered species. You know, I've been reading lately and actually probably within the last 18 months where we're seeing more and more animals come off the endangered species list. And and I want to tell you, I'm a little concerned about that because um, they got on that list for a reason. And I don't see, you know, all of a sudden, if I go to the beach, you know, I don't see hundreds of whales 
popping out of our ocean. But I see that we're backing away more and more with animals and who are listed in our endangered species list. Talk to me a little bit about that because I'm alarmed and I know that my children are alarmed about that. Yeah, I, th I think, you know, we all fall in love with animals as we're, you know, growing up as kids and um, reading the stories uh, through literature. And, and I think we go to the zoo and we start to imagine what it'd be like to travel around the world and see some of these rare species. And, you know, in kind of our opportunities of uh, visiting schools, you know, pre-pandemic, you know, it's, you know, our story sparked a lot of questions about the endangered animals that were in our stories but also opens up a nice dialogue to say, you know, uh, the red panda and the slow loris are two of our heroes. You know, why did we choose the red panda and the slow loris? And, you know, because they're, they're cute, um, you know, they're adorable, but they're also strong and they're also brave. And so I think sparking those questions uh, about, you know, why are they endangered? Um, deforestation, poaching, you know, these, these lessons that you know, kids might not be aware of, it, they're just great teaching points, which kind of opens up the dialogue is that if we don't do something to take care of them or understand why they're endangered, then we might not have the chance to, to see those animals um, at some point in, uh, in our lives. No, and, and I agree with you. You know, I, I tell the story quite often. Um, the zoo is my go-to place. Um, it was the very first place I took my husband on a date, by the way. Um, it was also the very first place when my children arrived from foster care that we went. So we're really lucky. We live in the nation's capital, and it is the only free zoo that I am told that is left within our country. And um, I love the fact that my office was so close to the zoo that there were many afternoons that I would walk and I would actually sit and watch the pandas and watch the red pandas. And, and I don't think I told you this, um, but the red pandas is one of my favorite animals at the National Zoo. And we have an entire... Um, interest group and and you would know what the wording is called where we're doing breeding we're bringing red pandas in from other zoos and and i know that people are going to email us and by the way you can email us at fostering change at comfortcases.org to ask your questions and i know i'm going to hear people say well animals shouldn't be in cages and animals shouldn't be in zoo and i will have to say that there's a part of me that i feel the same way but if we don't do this and we don't learn about them how can we protect them yeah no it's a great point i think you know we're also trying to learn as much as possible through our story you know telling and we've reached out and made a wonderful partnership with the red panda network um, they were a huge source of us trying to educate ourselves on the science and natural habitats uh, the characteristics of the actual red panda and then we can kind of build that into the you know the character of avery but what we really learned is that the Red Panda Network does a lot of conservation work in Nepal, on the ground, in the natural habitats to protect the species in the wild. And we've also uh, created some nice partnerships uh, here in local zoos. Um, and, you know, the Henry Villa Zoo in Wisconsin is fantastic and they're do they have red pandas on site and their work is important. So it's kind of understanding the balance between the conservation work in the zoo format as opposed to in the natural habitat, but it's, it is all important. So we just try to learn from the science and learn from, you know, these, uh, you know, these top line scientists that are, that are researching these animals and providing us with all the facts.
Yeah. You know, I love the fact that, you know, for my family, wherever we go on vacation, one of the places we always try to visit is a zoo. So we've been very lucky. We've been through zoos all over the country. Um, and I want to remind people there's a big difference between a circus and a zoo, uh, you know, a big difference between a zoo where, you know, we are trying everything we can to make sure they live in some type of what their natural setting would be. And I know, for instance, at the National Zoo, we just spent millions and millions and millions of dollars to do what they call the elephant walk. As we have learned throughout the years that elephants are, are roaming animals and they love to walk in long distance walking. Um, and so the National Zoo has actually done an elephant walk um, to try to keep them as, as much as they can in what they would be if they were in their own setting. And the thing that we have to also realize is that their own setting, they're being poached. You know, the red panda is being poached. These yeah. animals are being poached for reasons, and by the way, for not science. Um, you know, they're being poached for their ivory, for their fur. They're being poached for, you know, I, I was reading last week where, you know, there's a, a particular monkey that is being poached for, you know, so people could eat its brains. And I, and the, by the way, guys, these are not horror stories. Yeah. These are not, I'm not reading this in the National Enquirer. Um, I'm reading these in National Geographic. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so, so I want to talk a little bit about, before we get ready to take a break, I want to talk a little bit about your book series, because I was really fascinated because I do believe that teaching our children to read helps our future for tomorrow. So tell me a little bit about your book series. Yeah, so the way we try to approach the storytelling uh, through the eyes of endangered animals is, you know, finding the compassion of um, how they're escaping danger. And so we try to balance with a lot of humor. And so Avery and Masa first meet in the middle of the Indian Ocean and they're captured in crates. And so we kind of have built in, through the adventure series, uh, some of our you know, protagonists and our antagonists where they're chasing them and they have to escape danger and then eventually save the animals of Java Island. And then these adventures carry around the globe. So we do have that uh, aspect of the poachers trying to catch them. So we kind of build that action adventure in there. And you know, we also try to approach it with humor, lots and lots of humor. So we have a chapter book series, which is built for ages six through eight. Uh, we have also started to build an ABC book to introduce kids to endangered animals, um, which uh, my son loves, uh, you know, he's 16 months. And then to bridge the gap, we have a picture book. So we're, we're, we're kind of building a ramp of the storytelling and kind of getting used to the world of Avery and Masa so that uh, the kids can kind of grow with the characters and kind of challenge them for independent reading, uh, reading engagement, uh, which is really important. So that's, that's kind of a little bit about the, the chapter book series, but it's all accessible on protectorsoftheendangered.org. Um, you can download the books, you can, you, know, you can read them for free. And then we also have paperback books, which we donate, uh, which circles into the event because that provides us the ability to really take a look at uh, the lack of children's books at home. Yeah. And that is one of our major incentives uh, and one of the big initiatives for this fundraiser coming up because all of the donations directly will go towards providing the printing, the donation and, and getting these books into uh, to help families at home so they can actually build their home libraries. So yeah. it all kind of ties together. 
I love it. I love it. Listen, everybody, you know, it's protectorsoftheendangered.org. You know, as we get ready to take a break, you know, take this little bit of time, go to their website, um, learn about them, because again, you know, we need to strengthen our future. Um, Mike, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to get back because I want to talk more about this fundraiser and about how we're preparing for Earth Day. We'll be right back, everybody. This episode of Fostering Change is sponsored by Comfort Cases, a national nonprofit that is inspiring our communities to bring dignity and hope to youth in foster care. You know, for just $10 a month, you can support the Comfort Cases mission to eliminate trash bags from the foster care system. For every $10 donated, a Comfort XL duffel bag will be given to a child entering foster care. Please help us be part of the change. Go to comfortcases.org and see how you can help a child entering our foster care system. Welcome back, everybody. I am here with my friend, Mike Daney. Mike is the founder of protectorsoftheendangered.org. It's all about protecting the animals for tomorrow. Um, there are so many animals within our world. I read Mike all the time. You know, all of a sudden a new species is found. I, I was saying to my son, um, Alex, the other day, as I was reading about another species that was found of a snake. And I was like, how in the world could we have lived on this planet? for so long and we are still finding all these incredible species yes. you know um and then i start thinking about what you're doing which is protection which protecting them and as we were getting ready to take a break you were talking about getting the books in the hands of kids who normally wouldn't get a book and you know it makes me think about as a kid growing up i don't remember um owning my own book until i was in my early 20s and so um i know how how important it is to make sure that in the inner city, that the lower income areas, that these children have an opportunity to have one of these books. But before I talk about that, you made a comment. You actually made two comments earlier that I want to touch base on. One, you said the word free. So you're telling me that that we someone could actually go to your website and read this series for free? Yes, yes, they're all available, easily uh, accessible, just uh, protectorsoftheendangered.org. And there's a, a nice little nav bar link that says educational platform, and it uh, scrolls down and you can access the chapter books. There's also um, activity guides that teachers can access and families who need additional resources uh, at home. There's Avery's activities, which is uh, printables at home, word searches, mazes and also a video series of uh, Masa's Fun Facts. So there's a whole series um, based on the Slow Loris. And we worked with our partners. So the Red Panda Network, um, Little Fireface, which is a wonderful organization on the ground in Java Island, who is the world leader in Slow Loris research. And we recently uh, just created a partnership with earthday.org, which is wonderful, um, gearing up for our big event. So we try to partner with uh, these organizations and really try to educate the kids through community-based outreach. And it supports literacy, it engages the kids to talk about values to protect each other, and then ultimately to be a protector. So our mission pillars, uh, we hope inspire and, and you know, attract folks from, from each of these you know, kind of sectors. And uh, we're really happy with the progress and how things are developing. 
I love that. You know, I love the fact that you said the word free. And the reason is, is that for so many times I hear people make excuses. Um, you know, I can't afford that. Or, you know, I really want my child to be able to have those same type of opportunities, but I can't afford this. And here, you know, they're able they're able to go to your website and, and download these books and read them at no charge whatsoever. Let me tell you, if that was a reason alone for why I should go to your website and donate, nothing else would be. You know, as, as our listeners and our watchers, and by the way, anybody can watch this. They can go to our YouTube. Please subscribe. Watch Mike and I have this conversation because you're able to literally go to their website and read about these amazing adventures and be able to learn about how to protect. You know, that is truly what we each and every one of us should be wanting to do, which is to protect each other. Um, and, and where do we start? Well, one, I've always said, you protect our kids. That should be the number one. And then protect our world, you know, protect our world. And you know, um, Earth Day, it's on the 18th. Now I got a little question about that. Is, is it always on the 18th or is it normally on the 20th or, you know, what is the, yeah, it's it's on the 22nd. We are doing our event on the 18th okay. because, you know, we're building kind of a family feel into it and just the accessibility, I think, on on a, you know, a late Sunday afternoon and a Sunday evening. Uh, we're hoping that might, you know, provide, you know, some folks and families to kind of uh, to join in. But I cannot stress the word fun. You know, we really want to inspire kids and families to take part. We're also building a, a Planet Protector Party with a wonderful uh, children's theater uh, virtual group called Scamper Theater. And they're gonna put on a, a great fun dance party, uh, scavenger hunt, discover the world of Avery Massa earlier in the afternoon around 3 p.m. And then later that evening, it's our fundraiser that starts at seven. So my wife Sterling will, uh, will be a host and we had a great time doing our inaugural fundraiser back, uh, back to school where we had fantastic Broadway stars come in and sing songs and celebrate the theme. And so we're putting together a great show. Uh, also, it's it's nice to introduce uh, for our entertain pillar that we created our first original song to support our platform called Change the Tide. Okay, uh, so I was gonna bring that up by the way, because I love that song. I mean, I love that song. I have downloaded it in my Apple tunes. Um, <laughs> when I first heard about you, um, it was happened to be the one of the first things that I clicked on and I was just like, Oh my gosh, I, I mean, this song is catchy and I love it. The fact, how can you not love it? Cause it's from a beautiful Broadway star, um, yeah. you know, and, and even though I will have to tell you, I think I would like to hear your wife sing that as well, but <laughs> Sterling and I will have a conversation about that at another time. But you know, the, the thing is, is that I think kids would love to hear that song too. Yeah. You know, I, I really do. do. Do you think maybe she might be performing on the fundraiser? Yes, I can actually say that uh, my wife is, is, and I think we spoke a little bit about that. She, she is a dancer and a dance uh, teacher uh, here locally in Charlotte, uh, but also uh, in New York, she, uh, she's fantastic with uh, inspiring kids to follow their dreams through dance. So we have a special dance performance um, to change the tide. Uh, we're going to mix it up a bit. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Um, and then we also have uh, some other special guests that we're going to be announcing on our social media over the next few days um, at uh, Protectors of the Endangered uh, on all our social. Uh, but it's going to be a great show. We're going to share um, how our mission is impacting folks, uh, what we've achieved um, in you know, the first full year. Uh, it'll be one full year on June 1st. 
And then we're also um, gonna uh, highlight some of our partners and then just have some great, great musical acts come on board. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. Uh, Kara Lindsay, who sings the song, she's gonna be a part of it. And, you know, if I may, you know, you mentioned Wicked, but I think a very cool story to kind of share is, you know, when I first saw my wife perform in Wicked, um, Kara Lindsay was performing as Glinda. And after the show, I remember telling Sterling's that when the time comes for the Avery and Massa theme song, I would be so grateful if she would sing it. And years later, you know, I was able to reach out and, and ask her uh, if she would sing it. And, uh, and she was very honored and I was honored. And we created this and we're really proud of the song. And it's inspired by the stories from the books. So we're hoping that uh, we read the books, you listen to the song, and then you be a protector. Yeah, I love that. And by the way, I have to tell you, I did just the opposite. Um, I listened to the song and I actually listened to it more than once when I first listened to it. And then I got in, you know, and by the way, I know that it's for that sixth to eighth grader, those chapter books, but um, I actually really enjoyed reading some of the books and actually got my kids who were reading bits and pieces of it. Okay, so awesome. I love it. You know, you. April the 18th at 7 p.m. Um, is, is there, is it tickets for sale, Mike? Uh, yes, it's, uh, it's right on our website. Uh, it's the first thing you see at the top. Um, it's a quick, easy registration and um, it's live right now. So you can access it on protectorsoftheendangered.org, um, also through our social channels. And yeah, it's, uh, we would love for folks to visit the website, learn more about the mission and, and really just have a good time with us, uh, you know, to kind of support, um, you know, the donation of more books to get out into the communities and Please feel free to reach out if there's teachers that anyone um, knows that can use extra support or parents or uh, that are homeschooling. Please, you know, DM us, email us, reach out because we'd love to support in uh, in any and all communities. And even you know, I love the fact that you and I have had this conversation offline is that we're going to start getting some of those books and putting them in our comfort cases. Yes. Because yes. I truly do believe that children who are in our foster care system deserve to have the same opportunities as my children have. And by the way, Mike, you got you you have a little one 16 months old. <laughs> yes, um, we do. <laughs> have you started sleeping yet? <laughs> yes, well, he uh he was uh he was singing last night for a bit, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know our son uh, dylan he's a joy and and you know my wife is incredible and so this whole time the silver lining of being with him at home it makes us work harder uh it, it definitely makes uh you know me work harder to make this mission be a reality building a better world for uh for dylan and and you know his friends that he's going to meet along his journey and you know, teaching them all the lessons of appreciating, you know, uh, everyone, and in really just being a protector, and and so it's it's wonderful seeing seeing the world through, uh, you know, your children's eyes. Let me tell you, it makes it so different. You know, I, as a dad of five, I'm telling you, on Sunday, I was out with my youngest son, he was skateboarding. And you just see things differently than when you yeah. do when no child is around. So, you know, not everybody's meant to be a parent, so I don't need all the emails saying, but I don't want to be, I get it, I get it. I just happen to be somebody that 
really wanted to be a dad. You know, Mike, it has been an absolute pleasure. You know, listen, everyone, we say this quite often. You know, how you can support us is by visiting our guest website, you know, figuring out how you can help, you know, do the change the tide, change the tide, you know, register for their unbelievable um, gala, I will call it virtual fundraiser um, that's going to be on October the 18th at 7 p.m. You know, go to their website, protectorsoftheendangered.org. Um, if you have some questions, please send them to fosteringchange at comfortcases.org. You know, you're able to listen to many podcasts. I see them popping up everywhere I turn around. But I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to Fostering Change. We really want to make sure that we change our community, educate our community about so many amazing things that are happening within our world, and not just in foster care and adoption. I mean, we have to realize that the children who enter foster care today, they also deserve a healthier earth tomorrow. And how we do that is we protect each other and then protect them by protecting all of the animals that deserve to be on the earth, which by the way, they share with us. They share with us. If you go back and look, they were here before we were here. So we deserve to protect their home. You know, Mike, I always want all of my guests to give the last word. So I would love to hear what you have to say. Well, I appreciate that. And these books will be on the way. And we were going to work together to support your mission in any way we can by having these books be a part of uh, the, the wonderful care packages that you do in your mission. And you just continue to inspire me. You know, we are we are uh, an, an, a new mission, and and we want to make the biggest change that we possibly can. And in, in following in your leadership, um, we want to support your mission as well. And so, thank you for having me. Uh, we look forward to uh, hopefully connecting again soon. And um, please reach out protectorsoftheendangered.org and follow us on our social media at Protectors of the Endangered. Thank you so much. Yeah, Appreciate you helping us. Oh, Mike, anytime. And by the way, I follow them. I really would love to see their numbers go up. Follow them on Instagram, on Facebook. Make sure that you let people know about them. Get your kids involved. Go to their website. It's free, my friends. And then make a donation. So, you know, I say this quite often, I'm able to go out and purchase a book for my child. So I love an organization that I'm able to purchase a book and then I can purchase a book for a child who maybe their parents can't afford it. So please do that because we wanna get these books in everyone's hands. Mike, thank you so much for all of our listeners. Please do me a favor, share, share, share. If you have a story that you'd like to tell our audience or if you'd like to maybe ask a question, please email us at fosteringchange at comfortcases.org. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel and you'll be able to watch our podcast and not only just listen to it. I hope each and every one of you have an amazing day and continue to be a good human. Take care. I would like to thank all of you for listening to the Fostering Change podcast. You can subscribe on all of your favorite podcast streaming platforms, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Make sure you follow Comfort Cases on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter at Comfort Cases. Check out the Fostering Change blog at comfortcases.org. 
I know some of you have a question, and I know some of you would love to be a guest. Please personally reach out to me at fosteringchange@comfortcases.org. That's fosteringchange@comfortcases.org. Then do me a big favor. Please help spread the word. Share this podcast. Share it with your friends and your family. Remember, I say this quite often. We're all part of the same community, and that community, it's not our zip code, but our human race. Let's all make a difference.